Welcome to The Kingstonian, a podcast that profiles individuals who are passionate about what they do for a living, about what organization they belong to, or simply passionate about the community they are a part of. Hello there and welcome. My name is Dave Cunningham. Today, a conversation with a man passionate about singing, and he's been doing it all his life. These days, his passion is the Kingston Townsman Chorus and the Perpetually Motion Quartet. Our guest is Len Medioski. Len, welcome to the program. Thanks, Dave. I have spoken with various singers, songwriters on this particular program, and I have been amazed at how confident they are when they get up there with just them and their guitars and sing. You guys sing without any instruments, so it's just either a big chorus or a quartet. Uh, How did this whole business of getting into that kind of singing start for you? Well, for me personally, I started as a youngster. Uh, My father and mother were wonderful singers in their own right. Dad was a lovely bass and mom had had an alto voice. And I come from Slavic traditions, and so singing was very much a part of a church activity. Apparently, I was on stage as early as four years of age doing recitations, and I started singing soon after. And uh, for the longest time, I would sing melody, because that's what everybody does. You sing melody of a song you really like. But then, you know, singing with my father, he would be singing bass in the church choir, and I, as you know, got once I got of age, where I could sing voices other than something really high, um, I joined my father, and we sang harmony in the, the church choir in Ukrainian. That was my 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 original language of of ability, and so we would sing in Ukrainian, and uh, and I I so loved it. It's something that that because you grew grew up with it, it, it really became a part of my life, my culture, mm-hmm. my culture very much. Um, I've sung in numerous choirs since Ukrainian choirs, English choirs. Um, and the voicing and the voicing you learn you learn to just to do that it's it's you hear the harmony and you learn to fall in love with it and by by that relationship harmony is so beautiful so you've been singing a cappella basically all your life all my life yeah. i have never sorry i should never say never i have sung once in a, in a country western band uh, with accompaniment, but for the majority of of singing that I've done, it has been a cappella. Now, barbershop is a style of singing that's been around a long time, and uh, it doesn't seem to go away. It it just seems to be there. And why don't you describe what barbershop singing is to those people who may not really know? So, barbershop singing really started in the Americas, in 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 North America, predominantly in the U.S. In barber in, in barber shops, it was a form of close harmony that people started what we call woodshedding. That one person would start singing a melody, the other person would start singing another harmony. Most of these barber shops were were filled with men, and so they all started making these harmonies. Um, it, it's very much a African American tradition. That's how it started, and over time, it evolved into to something that I think was a tradition, especially back in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, where barbershop became very commonplace. And you'll find that many people of of upper age are familiar with it. Not only familiar with it, surprisingly, will sing the songs with you. Uh, I've surprised myself by singing to my mother 
uh, some of the songs we were doing. And she knew each of the pieces. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing about Barbershop is that it continues to evolve. There's this perception that Barbershop is somehow like the uh, uh, poor second cousin to classical classical choral music. Uh, and nothing can be further from the truth. It is probably one of the most challenging forms of music you can sing because of close harmony. When but it's got a very defined style. It has a very defined style, but it, it, it it's... I'd like to say it's evolving. It's evolving as part of any form of music. Every musician you, you've spoken to or you've heard of, like David Bowie, how many times did he recreate himself over the years mm -hmm. to essentially adapt to you know, the world as it was at that time? We're no different. Uh, we're singing you know, 2000, 2010 music that's converted into our style. Mm -hmm. And I think if there's any one thing common with barbershop singing is that we focus on fifths and sevenths a lot. They, 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 that tends to be an area where we will dominate uh, when we're singing a cappella music. Fifths and sevenths? And, and, and don't ask me to describe it. That, that's <laughs> like director speak, and that's beyond okay. me. I'll just tell you, that's what they tell me. Okay. There are, if you're talking about the quartet and you are a member of the Perpetual Emotion Quartet, which right. is a part of the Kingston Townsmen, yep. uh, we have lead, tenor, bass, and baritone. Correct. Describe to me what those four individuals would be doing in the context of singing. Sure. The lead always sings melody, for the most part. 90% of the time, 95% of the time, the lead will sing melody. The bass will always sing below, below lead and is providing that harmony support with the, with the foundation if you will the tenor will always sing above for the most part above lead singing the tenor often in head voice um that head voice is um if you if you know uh, i can't describe it but it's 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 like falsetto some okay. people know it as falsetto where you're singing in the head voice the purpose of the baritone and it's a part that i sing is to fill in the gaps. And my, my wife always says, when I'm practicing at home, she would prefer I stop because it makes no sense or doesn't often make sense because you're filling in the holes left over by those three who have created, who have created this piece of music. Mm -hmm. I complete the chord as the baritone. So I like to think of myself as a prima donna. Unfortunately, nobody, <laughs> else, nobody else believes that or will agree with me. But all the same, the, the baritone part completes the chord. Let's compare this. You mentioned you were in a country band for a while mm -hmm. back then. Uh, if I think of quartets, I think of the Oak Ridge Boys, and I don't know if you're familiar with their music. Very much. So they've been around for a long time, mm -hmm. and they have defined roles in the context of the songs that they do. How would you compare what a group like the Oak Ridge Boys would do to what a barbershop quartet would do? There's really little difference. Mm -hmm. There's really little difference. They're providing harmony support to someone who's singing the melody. Right. There's always one person within that group who generally will sing melody. And most of the time, you'll know who that person is. But there is very little difference. And in fact, some of these organizations have... Um, not memberships, but honorary memberships, if you will, mm -hmm. with the Barbershop Harmony Society, uh, which spans all of North America and now into Germany, Australia, and a few other locations. Okay, Lynn, let's talk about the Kingston Townsman Chorus. 
Give us a, a thumbnail sketch of the history of this particular group. One of my favorite topics. Yeah. One of my favorite topics. Uh, I I've been a member of the group for probably somewhere in the vicinity of of ten to twelve years. Um, I love singing with these guys. They they have evolved like many other groups, starting off as the Cataraqui Townsmen. Uh, over time, evolved into the Kingston Townsmen. Been together for thirty to forty years. We have singers who have been singing barbershop for as long as 61 years. We have one gentleman who is just over 90, and he celebrated his 61st anniversary of being a member of the Barbershop Harmony Society. The Townsmen have evolved over the years, different, different directors, different looks, different feels, uh, and they've sung more traditional, more traditional barbershop music. But we too are evolving. We're starting to to do adaptations of of newer pieces. Um, some pieces uh, we've sung, you know, by people that have been long gone. Other pieces where people are still around. We we really enjoy the creating that environment. And I think if there's any one thing about barbershop harmony, it's in terms of performance, is very close to musical theater, where. You create the emotion. You emote mm-hmm. the things that you're trying to say and with movement. So it's not stationary. And of course, we don't have sheet music in front of us. Every piece that, that we, we do is memorized. My quartet, we probably have 40 to 50 pieces that we've memorized over the span and, and can generally sing them off at any given time. So the chorus is no different. Sometimes we have to to revive a piece of music. We've been away from it for a while. But the group has somewhere in the vicinity of 35 members, and we're growing. We decided two years ago, three years ago, that we would hire a director as opposed to, to simply developing a director within. And it has really changed it has changed the the dynamics of the chorus. It has changed the goals of the chorus and the things that we want to do. We competed uh, in Belleville, Ontario, uh, with the Ontario district uh, Ontario district of of the Barbershop Harmony Society, and we achieved the most improved chorus. We achieved first place in our size of chorus, and we were second place overall. And that was an achievement that that I think exemplifies where this chorus is going. Our real goal is not to compete necessarily. Competition is is a ways and means of of achieving the goal that we're really looking for, and that is excellence in harmony. So if you have a chorus, normally speaking, would most choruses have a professional director? Or do most of them groom somebody from within yeah i think it starts generally most courses have have a director that that they've groomed within but one of the challenges with the barbershop harmony is that it it like many things is evolving and we're no longer getting the numbers necessarily of people who can evolve into a directorship position mm-hmm. And also for the for having that professional ability of a barbershop director or a choral director, 
uh, directing barbershop is that they inherently understand the creation of harmony, but also be able to tell the story of what the song means. Because it's not just simply singing what you see on the paper, but it's delivering the performance to create the scene behind behind that piece of music. How easy is it to find a choral director? <laughs> not not that easy. It's tough mm-hmm. to find a choral director. It's doubly difficult to find a choral director who understands barbershop harmony. So and when Andrew Carolyn came along, he was he came from Australia looking for to integrate into the Barbershop Harmony Society in North America. And he was coming to Kingston. Uh, we were so fortunate to have somebody of, of his caliber come to this to, to, to our city. We found out that he was coming. And so through a little bit of strategic investment, um, he agreed to come join us. I believe that it's his it's his effort that led us to become the most improved chorus last year mm-hmm. now we're in the position where this year our goal is to be the most improved chorus again that that is that is a double challenge because now we have to we have to we we have to deliver a performance that is well over and above what we did before but i think we're getting there mm-hmm. through coaching through bringing on an assistant director as well to uh, to work with Andrew. And I believe that we're going to impress anyone who has a chance to hear what we do. As I was noticing in something I read online about the Townsman is that instead of having a guest night where you invite people to come in to find out more about the Townsman, you organize learn to sing programs to attract people to so that they're doing something the first night they're there. So describe that briefly. So the guest nights, guest nights are things that we do. It's almost like an open rehearsal. We provide, we do two open rehearsals a year. Um, we may scale that back depending, but we do two open rehearsals a year. And that evening, we'll do a, a range of things. We present what Barbershop Harmony is. We sing to, to show those who are in attendance, this is what we do. Then what we do is that we teach them a short piece where they actually get to participate in creating um, that ring. There's a, it's hard to describe it any other way, but a, a ringing accord is, is, a, is a common phrase within, within our genre of music because this ringing creates the harmonic. And that harmonic, we often refer to as a ring. In any event, we give the the gentleman the opportunity to hear what that's like, not only to hear it, but hear them producing it and being part of a group. And so by having this firsthand experience, we are reminding them that you are capable of doing this. This is not something, it's not rocket science. Mm -hmm. We are an audition course. And so we, we, the expectation is that once you're, you're in, um, you'll have the opportunity to, to sing, uh, with a quartet in time essentially to to demonstrate that you can hold your own uh, as part as one part of, of the course. And that will wrap up the program today. Len, thank you very much for coming in. It was absolutely my pleasure. If you'd like more information on the Kingston Townsman, call 613-777-8188 or go to their website at www.kingstontownsman.com. 
Theme music for the program is Stasis Oasis, a tune written and performed by Kingston musician Jim Aylesworth. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about any of our episodes, please send a note to the Kingstonian Podcast Facebook page. This is Dave Cunningham from Kingston, Ontario. Thank you for listening. Until next time.